This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of Behind the Braves presented by Jostens, the official podcast of the Atlanta Braves. I'm Ricky Mast, Atlanta Braves Digital Media Content Manager, joined across my desk here in my office by my co-host, Director of Braves Alumni Relations, Greg McMichael. Uh, Greg, I was curious, have you been out, I'm sure you've seen them, out in the plaza, the big uh, replica rings mm. they've got? Like, well, there's one in the, the plaza, like in front of the, the Georgia Power Pavilion stage and all that. And then there's the 95 ring on the other side of the mm-hmm. ballpark. Uh, as we've pointed out here before, you're one of the few people on earth that own both. But you've seen those out there. They're pretty cool, aren't we, they? W- yeah, we've seen. Um, we actually found something that's bigger than the paperweight. Yeah, no, right. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people, it's very cool. Like that that out there in the plaza where the big bridge is with the Atlanta Braves written on it. I've said it to people around here. I'm not sure. I'll have to ask Insung if it was his idea or who it was that designed that Atlanta Braves big, huge sign on that bridge out there. Whoever it is, it was a genius idea mm-hmm. because... A, it looks cool, uh, and B, it is, talk about if you're a Braves fan or you're just here visiting and a prime photo opportunity. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I think the first year of this ballpark, uh, first or second year, we had, I don't know if there was, this came from Instagram or some study or something, but there was some study, there was some statistic somewhere that the most Instagrammed, as in meaning most pictures taken, like geographically, in the state of Georgia that year were in that exact spot. Really? Well, if, I yeah. have to say I have one with my wife. There you go. Yeah, right, often. we did an opening. Uh, you know, we opened here. I went. We went and took a picture. It was great. Still yeah. have it. That's. I've got pictures. I've got multiple pictures when my family comes to town. Like that, we get one, and then like when my like my parents and sisters came the first time a few years ago. Then my nana came the ne- with them the next time, so we had to get another picture in front of the bridge. That's just what you do. And now right. you can get your picture with the big World Series ring out in front of and the, bridge. the bridge and the bridge. <laughs> so you can do that, and then. You can head over to jostens.com slash braves and check out some of the cool fan merch. I mentioned this. I think I mentioned this when you were out a couple weeks ago. My mom was, when my uh, my family came to visit a couple of homestands ago, she was looking at the display case in the clubhouse store of all the Jostens merch there and was very, very intrigued by the earrings. And so she may or may not get some earrings from oh, me nice. for, uh, for Christmas. <laughs> we'll find out now if she listens to this show or not. <laughs> She's, if she points out, oh, I know I what I'm getting for does. Christmas. So, yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, but yeah, jostens.com slash Braves. Go check out all the World Series ring inspired merch over there. Really, really cool stuff. And we can't thank them enough for partnering with us this season on Behind the Braves. Okay, as we're recording this today, it is Thursday, September 22nd. Allegedly fall is here it's not as bad today i will tell you the last couple of days it did not it felt like uh summer was hanging on pretty strong here in georgia indian summer okay all right that's how that works okay that's what they call that okay all right i think it's supposed to be tomorrow it's going to be back to fall okay which is nice all right so i i've i've heard it referred to as i'd never heard the term false fall until i moved to georgia in 2015 hmm. 
false front and golf, right? There you go. False front, <laughs> same same idea. But fall is, is getting here in the calendar. We're getting uh, ever closer to October. Uh, and again, as we're sitting here recording this Thursday, September 22nd, coming off the heels of a, a really good homestand. Five and one. It's funny. The one, the one loss is the last one of the of the homestand, and it's so easy just to get caught up in day day by day. And I should have won that one, and to be upset leaving after the last game of the homestand. But it's like five and one. Everything's okay here. And I think honestly, the fact that a couple hours later the Mets then also lost their game, I think that made that all a little more uh, easy to take. That that loss to the Nationals <laughs> yesterday. So overall, still just outstanding baseball being played by the Braves. What do you take away from this homestand we just saw? What'd you well, say? I think you're right on all the the winning and losing. We're so into it at this point. I mean, you think back of last year where, and this happens whenever you get in the postseason, we didn't have to worry about, you know, going down to the last weekend of whether we were ahead. We knew we were pretty much going to win the division. But this is almost like the playoffs right now because we're holding, we're, you know, every day means something. And yes, we should sweep the Nationals. But you know what? The Mets got beat two out of three by the Nationals uh, just a week or two ago. That's true. And then any, anybody would have taken up to beat the Phillies two out of three would have been great because you don't expect to sweep good teams and the Phillies are a decent team. So we end up sweeping them, but we lost two out of three to the Nationals. It could have very easily been sweep the Nationals, win two out of three. So either way, five and one, uh, I'll take that any day of the year. And this team is playing well. They're pitching well, timely hitting. It always hurts. I think the biggest part is it always hurts when you shoot yourself in the foot. So when you make a base running mistake, you make errors. Now we have got you blow blow saves. There's a number of different things. That's what I love about the game of baseball. There's no just automatics, right? You're still playing against professional players. Anything can happen. You can, uh, ball can get tipped and, you know, you can win the game. The ball can get tipped or you make an error. You can lose the game, but it's still, you got to play them. And I think because everybody's talking about it and because everybody's upset just tells you how everybody's bought into this team. Everybody expects that the way this team's held, you know, held it together, the way they've they hold themselves, that you just expect them to win every game because we've got all the pieces. So that's a great sign. So I'm glad people get upset when we lose the game. We're they're expecting to win six on a row. So that's right. uh, that's just a great sign, and that means everybody's into it. And of course, you know, how could we not believe that? Because we've been selling it. We sold out half of our games here at, at Truist Park. Pretty amazing. Isn't it? Right? That's amazing. I mean, I, it makes me think back about those great Cleveland teams where they, Jacobs Field was sold out for like, you know, three seasons. I mean, right. that's the atmosphere you want. And we've got that here and it's been phenomenal. So I'm, I'm uh, excited about where we are. I hope it comes down to the very last day, the very last pitch. <laughs> but because, you know, one thing about it is that if you win the division, you got five days off right. potentially. That's not good to some degree, right? It's easy to get out of rhythm in five days. It's hard hard to stay into it. So you know it's good and bad, but you you don't want to you wouldn't want to clinch two weeks ago, and now you're kind of cruising. I've been there too. It's almost the intensity. You, the ball players are built for that. The intensity stays up for yeah. a longer period of time. Whenever there's a letdown on it, sometimes things can go go a little crazy so i'm i'm not really hoping to clinch you know in the next day or so i think i think uh, obviously it's mathematically impossible but 
I like to hold in that intensity as long as possible. I want, I've often wondered if towards the end of the 14 straight run that the Braves had from 91 to 05, I've often wondered if that they were fell victim to that towards the end of that run when they couldn't get out of the first round. It seemed like a lot of times, not only was it a foregone conclusion they were going to win the division, they'd wrap it up without looking at it here. I don't remember off the top of my head the last few years of that run. I don't remember them anything coming down to the wire like this one appears to be. seems like they would wrap it up mid September, mid to late, you know, mm-hmm. with, st- with still a couple weeks to spare, sure. essentially, until you play that first postseason game. And I've often wondered if they ever fell victim to that, that not having to, I mean, it's hard to tell. I've seen it both ways. Yeah. I've seen it where you feel like, you know, maybe they got worn out because the race was so tight all the way to the end. And then, you know, you lose and you're thinking, well, I mean, I think that's just human nature. Every team's different different personality different um people pitching and hitting either way it's a great sign that we're all we're all paying attention right i think that's great i thought it was interesting the other night so this week both us the braves and the mets both clinch their postseason berth Hmm. it's obviously just well who's going to be the wild card and who's going to be the division winner i thought it was interesting to watch how both teams treated clinching that and look don't get me wrong i'm a Braves fan and i i want to see the mets lose and, and fail and all that good <laughs> stuff not you know not in a horrible way i just mean i want us to win meaning i which by default i want them to lose <laughs> <They> lose <laughs> um so i'm not i'm not i wouldn't begrudge the mets for this at all i just thought it was an interesting case study the mets haven't been to the postseason since what 2015 when they were in the world series it's been a, it's been a few years whichever whatever year that was it's been a little bit and by and large this group of guys that are on this team most of them haven't at least with the Mets haven't been there so they had a little champagne celebration and celebrated a little bit and I thought that's I get that I'm not I'm not going to begrudge them for it whereas our guys they clinched it and everybody we had a noon game the next day and there wasn't any celebration everybody went home as Snit said he's like I'd rather everybody get a little more sleep for the noon game and then you know hitting the road and this was a case where I actually thought don't get me wrong I'd love to crap on the Mets whenever I get the chance but for fun but to me I got it like they they haven't been there in a while. Like, I get it. But from our perspective with our team, I like that that was our approach, too. Like, great. that's We want to be in there, but there's this is not even – it's step one of a, a whole bunch of steps is the way I look no, at it. No, I, so. I agree. And some of that's team personality. I, I played on the teams where, you know what, our job was to – it was it was a done deal. We, we didn't think it, we were never being in the playoffs. I mean, it was always – so when it happened, it was like, oh, yeah, well, this is exactly the way we drew it up. So it wasn't a surprise. I think the teams, like you said, haven't been there in a while. It's a surprise that they got there, and they they want to celebrate it. For us, our expectation, our uh, the bar for us is a lot higher, and it was during the 90s where it wasn't just winning the division. It wasn't just getting to the playoffs. You know, It was uh, getting to the World Series and winning it. And I think it's a, it's a good sign in your organization when that is the expectation because uh, that means you're doing something right. Let me ask you this. So you guys, you win the World Series in 1995. You come out in 96 with a really darn good team in 96 that, that should have, could have, all that stuff, won the World Series, all that stuff. But you're coming off the heels of a World Series when you win the division in 96 do you remember what that celebration was like or how you guys treated that i mean i guess i'm just I'm, the night we clinched yeah like i'm comparing i'm wondering like let's say this the 2022 braves clinched their division i think there should be some celebration because i think i don't been, remember put it this way i don't remember celebrating until we found out we were going to the world series okay after we won the national championship and remember the reason why that was such a big deal in 96 is because we were down to the cardinals three to one and we 
just did what the Yankees did to us in the next round, and we just turned around. Remember Javi Lopez hitting this ball dead center in St. Louis, and all of a sudden we came roaring back and won four to three. That was a big celebration because you know when you're down three to one and you know you're just <laughs> you're just a few outs away from going home when you expected every you know expectation. So I remember celebrating then, but uh, outside of that, I don't remember the division. Yeah. You know, once we clinched, and I'm sure there was something, but nothing like uh, until we knew we were going back to the World Series. Remember, this team had gone to the World Series in 91, 92. You know, we celebrated a lot in 93 when we came back on the Giants and uh, won 104 games, set a record. That was a good celebration. And then um, celebrated, obviously, in 95. And, I mean, I have my champagne bottle. I don't even think I have them open from uh, the division series in the <laughs> 95 and 96. I didn't even pop them up. So right. Pop them open. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't remember that. Our team was pretty much business. You know, they, we were – people thought that we didn't show enough emotion. But that, that was our personality. We Bobby Cox wasn't like that. You know, just like Snit. I mean, we show up, and I'd say Bobby was more subdued, subdued than than Snit. And we just came to the park, did our job, and we expected to win, and then we did that. Okay, uh, that's what I was curious about. Just because with this team, I'm curious to see like how it all plays out. I think if they come back and win the division, I, I think the fact that they were so far down earlier yeah. in the year, ten and a half games, I, I expect a celebration yeah. if they come back and win the division. Yeah, I, I think. Now, I will say, if they end up settling for the wild card, I wouldn't expect a whole lot of celebrating over mm-hmm. that. Not that they're not going to be proud and ready to go, mm-hmm. ready to go. I just not I even winning in the first round. You know, I think yeah. getting back to I think at that point, you know, they're they'll probably be excited about going back to the National League Championship and and then probably going to the World Series. But I think there's a core enough core group of guys there that have probably had the expectations all year that this is the team that's built to go back to the World Series. Yeah, I like it. It's going to be a really, really fun last couple of weeks here. When you said you hope it comes down to the last out, the last pitch, so you're talking here at Truist Park for the last home game or the le- three days later, the last game, la- our last game period in Miami? No, I meant the last game here in okay. Truist Park against the Mets on like that Sunday that. night. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hoping that we've got three days to, to get our thoughts around who we're going to play in the first round of the um, – you know, of the, of the, the plus after the five days, yeah. Right, okay. So, no, I'm, I'm hoping so. So that means we've got some work to do because to be, able, to be able to celebrate on that day, then you pretty much have to sweep the Mets and be up. I think you probably have to be up a game and then sweep the Mets or something like that. So I yeah. think it's possible. It's just a matter of, um, you know, will it work out that way. Right. I don't want to be down in Miami worrying about what the Mets are doing. <laughs> right, right. What's the They're probably playing – I don't know. They're probably playing the Nationals, or unless they're playing the Phillies, I, I haven't even looked. But. Well, you know what? Now that you bring that up, I, bet I had not looked at that. Let's see. This is great radio. Me just looking <laughs> on my phone. Um, if only there was a quick way for me to look this up. Okay, let's. I got it right here. You're gonna beat me. Let's schedule. Uh, they are playing the Nationals at home. Yep. Those last three days. There you go. Yeah. So well. Maybe they'll beat them two out of three like they did. But anyway, it'd be, yeah. I think the theater would be great for us to yeah. to um, make those three games mean the most. Sunday night baseball. I think it's Sunday night, yeah. We've got be- Alumni Sunday. We'll have Ryan Klesko here, Scott Proctor, and get to watch a little Sunday night baseball. Scott Proctor. Has he been back before? For no, it's first time. One of the most famous or infamous, depending on how you look at it, <laughs> plays, moments, games, and Braves history involving Scott Proctor. is uh, that For those who have been watching the Braves for a little bit, I think this was, what, 2011 now? 
somewhere. It's at least 10 years ago, probably a year or two longer than that. The infamous, I think, 18-inning game against the Pirates that uh, ended with Scott Proctor hitting and him uh, having to hit, like, I think it was basically a swinging bunt and falling down, running to first. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, my gosh, I'm compl- I can picture him, the guy who scored the run, who sadly uh, passed away uh, not all that long ago. Mm. Uh, who was out by a mile, and I think Jerry Meals had had enough and yeah. said he was safe. <laughs> but pre-replay. I'm, o- I'm over this game. Yeah. I watched that entire game, too. I think it was like a, a weeknight. Um, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, let's see. Uh, doing a whole lot of looking up stuff here on, on the— Our brains this. aren't what they used to be. It's it's late in the season for us, too. We're, <laughs> we're, hanging, we're hanging in there as best we can. We've got a lot of ball players in our brains since 2011. <laughs> we have. <laughs> Julio Lugo. There oh, there we, we go. go. Yeah, Julio Lugo. God, what a, what a game. That and then those who are watching that game will also never forget the little girl— who is a, uh, a Pirates fan in the stands at Turner Field, and the mics on the TV broadcast were just picking her up clear as day. And for I'm telling you, for all 18 innings of this thing, she was just yelling, screaming, Let's go, Pirates! And it was like she was right in the, uh, I don't even know who had the broadcast wow. then, if it was Peachtree or whoever it was, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. All that. So, anyways, that's cool. I hope somebody, or I don't know if any uh, y'all y'all hand out the cards, right? That people people yeah. autograph. Okay, all right. I was gonna say, I wonder if at some point he's bound to have signed somewhere along the way. <laughs> somebody had to have taken a screenshot or a picture yeah. of him having like laying down on the, on the ground, having fallen on the first baseline. <laughs> somebody somewhere is bound to have gotten him like printed that out and got him to sign it. So, I'm sure a lot hey, of people. Well, I'll yeah. be doing probably be doing a Q and A, so I have to ask him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Please ask him about okay. all that. That'd be that'd be great. What do you remember about that Pirates game in 2011? <laughs> I, I'm sure. I not only ask Did him you that to put your spikes on, or were you wearing turfs? <laughs> yeah. Only not only ask him that. Also ask him how often do you get asked about that <laughs> game? Right. I'd love to know that. Yeah. Um, Did yeah. you ever meet that girl that said, "Let's go Pirates <laughs> yeah, for 18 yeah, right. innings"? <laughs> were you tired of her? Is that why you, you tripped and fell just to get out? <laughs> it's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. (laughs) Well, anyways, these next next couple weeks are going to be whole lot of fun how big of an advantage is winning the division and being one of the top two seeds that gets a buy I, I mean i know you said it's kind of a you can go either way on that because you don't want to sit idle for too long but i still feel like getting that first round by not having to mm-hmm. do that wild card series and being able to set up your rotation yes and just honestly just a best of five instead of a best of well, three. well yeah that's it, best of fives are tough enough right but the best of three throw everything out the window it doesn't matter who you are anybody can lose a best of three i don't care that does not and and people will say that about a best of five that's why best of seven is the true test because it really takes your whole team your whole staff the the great thing about having that buy in my mind is that if you have these little you know spencer's talked about you know he's he's missing a start because he's got a little bit of rib cage issue and and then you've got, you know, Ronald with his knee and you've got these different things that are going on in the club that can give you time to set the rotation, like you said, you know, but if you're playing all the way down to the wire 
and then you roll right into the wild card, you don't have time to set anything because you're just, you're going and going and going. Well, now you get a little breather. You can move some guys around, but then you also, maybe some of those little bumps and bruises, bruises get a little bit of time to, you know, relax, get a little bit more treatment, not as the the continued pounding on it is if you were just playing all the way through. Of course, you know, remember the intensity goes up when you go into the playoffs. So now you've got five days left, you know, less of that stress and strain. So it, it can work to your advantage. It can also, uh, it could be either way. It could go down, you know. Uh, I just don't know how the guys are going to respond. Some of that's personality. Some of that is how you're feeling. You know, if you're feeling good and you're you're in a groove. Now, for the guys who are in a slump, it might be good. But for the guys who, like Ronald right now, as hot as can be. Right. But for Matt Olson, he may want five days off, you know, to where he can kind of change his, his perspective. One thing we do know about the playoffs, it doesn't matter what you're doing coming in. Things can flip in a heartbeat. It does. It's a new season, right? right? It's a new experience. It's just different, and you're facing a lot better pitching because now you're only facing the best teams. You, um, it, it's hard to explain, but it's just you know that things have ended, and now new things are starting. Right. And so the psyche on some guys can change, but what I've seen is it doesn't always translate. Just because you've been struggling uh, up until that point, maybe you're 0 for 15, maybe you're 1 for 20 or you know 2 for, or you're 4 for 4, doesn't matter. Doesn't mean you're all of a sudden going in and staying hot, but I'm looking forward to seeing our team in the playoffs no matter what, so it really doesn't matter. We know we're going to be able to compete, and this team has been built to compete and uh, compete at a high level, so I think they'll be prepared. I'm just kind of curious to see. That's a lot of days i mean a couple days are one thing but five days we'll see dodgers are going to experience the same thing that's true but we'll see how it plays out i I still think the it is a long it is an extended period of rest but you give me a choice i'm still taking well you know nobody else has done this i mean this is the first year that we're doing it so everybody's kind of in the same boat i'm curious if it's going to really benefit those two top two teams in each division uh on the other side you know how the american league does versus how we do we'll see it'll be it'll be a good uh good you know study based on what happens yeah it will I, i i will say this i really We'll see how it all plays out. If they were going to expand the playoffs, which which they have, I, I like this this format. Don't get me wrong, having the one game wild card game every year, like yes, that's forced. I mean, you you're guaranteed, you know, two dramatic games at, at, to start off the playoffs every year. So, and I am a marketing guy. That's what's part of my job. So I get that. But also as a baseball fan, I like that it's not this one game playoff anymore. Mm-hmm. I know best of three is kind of like like you just said, yeah. anybody can win. But to me, it's at least allowing for a little bit more That's right, of like one a, game. Yeah, one you game know. is pretty exciting. I mean, for it the is. fans, but you know, half the fans are happy, half are half are not. Right, right. right. <laughs> so I, I think it'll be fun. I, I like the how they set up this new format. So we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. All right. So you mentioned you've got Scott Proctor and who is the other name? You Ryan said? Klesko. Ryan Klesko. Okay, the recurring guest here on Behind the Braves, presented by Justin. So that'll be cool. Anything else you've got coming up? The Forty Four Classics coming up. Yes, right? this weekend. Real excited about. Um, my jo- my role has kind of changed a little bit here with the Braves. I'm not only just doing alumni relations, but I'm also in charge of growing the game initiative. And as as part of those duties that I have, the 44 Classic, Hank Aaron Invitational, RBI Baseball, Softball, all the camps and clinics that we're doing, coaches clinics, uh, a lot of a lot of fun stuff. Our travel ball tournaments, the Braves Country Battles, all the things that relate to amateur baseball and softball. One of the things I'm I'm proud of is that uh, we were able to do the first ever Native 
American Showcase this summer that we plan to uh, be an annual event where we take the top 50 Native American players and put them in front of college coaches and scouts. So one thing that we've been doing for four years is called the 44 Classic and obviously in honor of Hank and um, and his his desire to see opportunities for uh, african-american players to to be seen by pro scouts a lot of these guys were taking the top 44 guys in the southeast and they're coming here to play against each other so there'll be 22 on each team and they most of these already have division one offers they're already they're already committed to playing but we'll be they'll be playing in front of pro scouts so the, all the local scouts all of our brave scouts here and um, there'll be some colleges but most of these guys are already you know top level guys where they're already committed to schools but we're doing this every year it's in the it's in the fall and um yeah, so they'll be they'll be dressed in the nines and Braves gear, and and uh, they're going to be playing on Sunday. But we have a workout, so we'll have a luncheon and a workout on Saturday. They'll do a pro style work, workout where we we'll get all their all their uh, metrics, and then during the game we'll have TrackMan going where we will give all their stats and all the things that they're doing during the game, exit velocity and and uh, launch angle, and you know their velo from pitching and all that good stuff. We'll let them compete. Uh, in front of the scouts and uh, should be a good time so if you're if you're interested in coming you know go to braves.com slash 44 classic and uh, you can get a ticket it's free but you can come check it out uh, at one o'clock on sunday so love to have you come out check out these young athletes they're doing um uh, they're doing everything they do to uh, get to the next level we're trying to help them and they uh they'll be having a lot of fun so come check it out well and folks just to if if you didn't know this you, if you want uh, proof of what kind of athletes that are going to be on hand at the 44 Classic, guess who was discovered or who was really got on the Braves' radar on the 44 Classic? Our, our center fielder, one of the cornerstones now of this franchise, mm-hmm. Michael Harris II, he played in the 44 Classic. I don't know what – if that doesn't sell you, I don't know what does. <laughs> That's right. To me, he is the poster child for all of the efforts that – particularly our organization and, and Major League Baseball have have been the work they've been trying to do or have been doing these last few years of truly trying. We talk about growing the game. It's the work you're doing every day mm-hmm. with Doug and JB on your staff. It's the work we're doing as an organization. The work MLB is trying to do is really are trying to grow the game. And the 44 Classic is a great extension of that. So to Greg's point, free tickets, come out and watch some really, really talented young ball mm-hmm. players play. You very well may see a future star out there. That's so. right. Well, it's no secret there's been a decline in a lot of, a lot of our uh, great athletes. There's been a decline in participation in, in the African-American community and baseball over time um, because of a number of different reasons. So we've been trying to change that trend. Major League Baseball has done a great job of it. The Braves have jumped on board. We've been feel like that we're on the forefront of that. So between... Um, uh, all the things that we're doing as an organization and then being able to see the results of that with like Michael Harris and Von Grissom and, and some of these guys that uh, that are playing on our team, we've, we're excited to see the kind of the fruits of our labor, right? So so it's one thing to work on that and say, okay, we got to reverse the trend because we're losing so many great athletes. But then to see it actually happen and yeah. to see somebody come up from our organization 
from the events that we've put on and then all of a sudden they're impacting our major league team and they may be rookie of the year that is that is huge and it really excites us to keep pushing to say okay we got we can do more and you know it's across the board there's there's many communities around uh, the southeast and in, in the United States where there's plenty of athletes I want them all playing baseball right I'm, I'm kind of selfish I'm I love baseball I know what kind of what the sport can bring you and what it can do in your life what it can teach you. So I want all these athletes uh, exposed to the game of baseball. Baseball's gotten pretty expensive. I don't necessarily agree with the trend of how baseball has become and this whole travel ball market and, you know, pay to play. And I mean, I grew up in the Little League era. I know where we all played in our community. We all played Little League. We're far from that now. Now it's all about the expense of baseball and being seen in the world of perfect game and all this kind of stuff. So I think we're trying to do our part to uh, draw those athletes back in. And this is one way that we can do it. Pretty excited about it. Well, it's, it's tremendous work. You should be commended for it and your staff and the organization, just all the work that has been a lot of people have been involved in over these last few years. Uh, and it's just it's outstanding. And as you said, to have have somebody like Michael Harris mm. bearing the fruit of it, like it's 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 pretty outstanding. Mm. So, well, this is uh, this has been fun, as always. And I man living and dying with every pitch. I mean, this is like this is what it's all about this time of year, like just scoreboard watching and just hanging on every pitch. This is this is what's great it's like it's nerve-wracking and it'll give you a heart attack almost at times but at the same time it's just <laughs> awesome so well thank you as always yeah, uh, yeah. enjoyed it yeah it's great uh, cool well we'll uh, we'll see you all next week thank you as always for listening rating re- reviewing subscribing behind the braves presented by Justin's wherever you get your podcast for greg mcmichael i'm ricky mast we'll see you next week okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.